0: Oh my God, buying a new car is the bane of my existence. I see so many people in their twenties go out and buy a 2021 car off the lot, And it boggles my mind. I can't get my head around. What's wrong with 2020 even? What's wrong with 2016? What's wrong with 2017? Like you had to get 2021. Like what is so much better about it? I'll tell you what is. Nothing, (laughs) nothing at all. Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, The New Money Podcast, episode 90. Welcome to a personal finance podcast that doesn't put you to sleep. How y'all doing, man? Hoping you guys are enjoying your weekend. As usual, my friends, ask me any questions you guys have on Instagram, as well as if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, leave me a little review, you know what I'm saying? I would really appreciate if you left a review there. Let me know what you think. It really does help the show and all that kind of stuff. So really would appreciate it. Also, guys, you know, I'm always talking about investing in yourselves and in your future. And if you listen to the show, man, investing in the stock market is not a new thing we talk about all the time big big proponents of it and I really think it's it's an awesome thing for you guys to be doing for yourselves and one of the best ways you can get started with that is with wealth simple trade now wealth simple trade is a commission free platform you can buy stocks and ETFs straightforward to the point really really dope wealth simple invest is also their robo advisor where they do all the work for you a little bit of a higher fee but man it's it's smooth uh, and it's a really great platform so check out the show notes for links to both I highly highly recommend it okay so I got a little fun episode for you guys today basically what i'm going to do is i pulled up a investopedia article that is the top 10 most common financial mistakes and what i'm going to do in real time is just record myself walking through it sharing my thoughts uh and i just think it would be really fun to, to kind of touch on some stuff because there's there's certain big no-nos and i'm sure these guys have probably done a really good job at uh, covering it so let's just dive on into it and have some fun here Alrighty, so Investopedia, again, like dope website. I mean, if you've got any questions about anything to do with personal finance or investing, this is the spot to go, man. So I'm excited to see what they got here. Okay, so number one of the top 10 most common financial mistakes. Number one, excessive frivolous spending. So great fortunes are often lost $1 at a time. It may not seem like a big deal if you get a big coffee or get some cigarettes or go out and whatever. But uh, you're only a few dollars away from foreclosure or bankruptcy if you're living paycheck to pay. Yeah, okay. So definitely, I mean, yeah, 100%. If you're spending excessively, frivolously spending, just spending whatever, um, it's, it's a very rough thing. And that'll eat away at your finances. Now, you got to add a ton of nuance to things like this because people take it the wrong way. They fucking, they're like, oh, I can't live. I can't live my life. I can't spend money. It's like, no, nobody said that. We said excessive slash frivolous which means it, it is meaningless right um spending and you know guys like me you know people that talk about personal finance all that kind of shit all we're trying to say is spend money on what matters right we're not saying don't spend money ever don't spend money on yourself don't spend money on the things you love like we're pushing that you should be spending the things on things that you love but fuck all the other bullshit because you don't need it and you don't your life is probably better without it honestly and you know you got more money you're not any less happy and you know you're much better off so definitely agree with this This is a huge mistake and people again they misconstrue what people say when they say hey don't frivolously spend you know just just get your priorities in check make sure that you've got a few hundred bucks set aside for bullshit spending that is allocated for that is accounted for because you know it's it's a good thing to have is is to just spend you know impulsively you have a budget to impulsively spend that way you're systematizing you're building into your budget it's and you're gonna you know still be hitting your numbers still be investing all that kind of stuff so that's the first one so number two is never-ending payments so these are things like cable television music services fancy gym memberships so this is basically saying like Analyze your subscriptions. Analyze the things that you're committed to indefinitely. Do do you use them? Do you utilize them effectively? So many people, dude, it's unbelievable. Pay like upwards of 100, 200 bucks a month for stuff that they literally use maximum, like once or twice a month. And and it's, you know, it's a daily service. It's like, it's not like, I'm not saying like, it's like a one-time thing that people usually use monthly. I'm talking about like, they use like this thing for, you know, once a month, that should be used daily, you know, like the gym, right? And obviously, you know, in Ontario, shit's kind of messed up right now. But in general, there's so many people that pay so much money for, you know, gym memberships, stuff like that, and they're just not using it. So you, again, analyze your priorities, analyze what you actually should be spending your money on, um, and really critically and stress test those subscriptions because, man, you only need a few. Like for me, I've got Apple Music, I've got an audiobook service because I, I, I use the shit out of that. I love audiobooks. I got this podcast hosting website and, you know, like that's pretty much it. Like, and I, and I use the hell out of all of those. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with subscriptions. Just make sure you're using them or get the hell out of them. Number three, living on borrowed money. So yeah, like, yeah, you don't, you don't want to be living on borrowed money, but let's see what they got to say. So using credit cards to buy essentials has become somewhat normal. Yeah. Like guys, it's critical with your credit cards spending. Don't be spending more than you can't pay off in full. So what do I mean by that? Let's say you spend 500 bucks on your credit card. You better be goddamn sure that you like have that 500 bucks at the end of the month and then some. The only time you're gonna use your credit card for you know more regular purchases is that if you are in a very strong financial position, you've got a lot of cash and you're just using it as a way to build your credit, as well as reap the rewards, right? And the cash back and things like that. And, you know, it's definitely a good idea to shop around for credit cards and things like that that are solid i mean i i actually sat down with my girlfriend and we looked at a few options for i found a really good one uh with tangerine they, they're they giving out some uh, great stuff over there and again you know credit cards are a great tool you should never be paying interest on them you should never be not paying in full and and, and so that's the recipe to to good credit and that's what they're talking about here don't be living on borrowed money right don't if you're ever paying interest you're you got to get out of that okay number four buying a new car oh my my god, oh my god, oh my god, buying a new car is the bane of my existence. I see so many people in their 20s go out and buy a 2021 car off the lot and it boggles my fucking mind. I can't get my head around what's wrong with 2020 even? What's wrong with 2016? What's wrong with 2017? What's wrong with 2018? Hell, what's wrong with 2020? Like, you had to get 2021? Like, what is so much better about it? I'll tell you what is. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. And you're paying astronomically more money. You're you're probably taking a fat fucking loan that's going to bury you before you've even started your finances, right? It's just, it's that is one of the biggest mistakes that young cats make, young women and young men you know coming out they got a little bit of money and they want to get a brand new fucking whip dude do not ever do that do not ever do that in my opinion there's no reason why what the hell is wrong with a 2020 or 2019 or 2018 i'm not even saying you should get those for me you know 2015 2016 you know a couple years old it's, it's lost most of its financial value but it's it holds a lot of its intrinsic value of like what the fuck it's meant to do which is drive around get you from point a to point b you know what i'm saying the, you know, 2015, 2016, man, we were far along. We were far along. <laughs> that was just like five years ago, six years ago. Like the cars were great. You know, get get you one in good condition. Save up for it, right? If it's a little loan with a little small interest rate and you're in a tough fine I get it. Budget that in. Make sure you've accounted for it. But do not get a brand new car. It is like one of the biggest mistakes you can make. Honestly, I didn't even read the Investopedia thing. I kind of just went off. But, you know, I, you know that's, that, that's it. You got to kind of go off sometimes. So, I mean, let's let's read through some of the things, you know, by borrowing money to buy the car, the consumer pays interest on a depreciating asset. Yeah, like you're paying interest on top of the payment. Like you're paying for the car. You're paying interest on top of that. And the car is simultaneously losing value off a cliff. It is, it is such a bad combo, bro. You want to go broke? Get a brand new fucking car. OK, I'm, I'm moving off this before I blow a gasket. <laughs> OK number five spending too much on your house i mean that for for us in ontario at least it, it's you can't even fucking fathom getting a house it's so it's so goddamn expensive but yes 100 uh, percent. i could definitely see that being the case i think you know again uh, you know younger people who want to get their life started they they want to get a big home you know they i don't even know man like it's it's just dude being house poor is crazy You know, there's a lot of people that are getting small homes that are house poor, right? You're putting all your money into your home and you're not willing to rent it out. It's like, you know, it's not a good look, you know, you know, and and yes, it's the market's crazy. Do I know what's going to happen? Could the market double in a year or two? Like, I don't know, man, but I'll tell you one thing. You know, a lot of people are starving because they're trying to make their mortgage payments because they literally can't. Like, it's just it's they stretch themselves too thin because they didn't map it out long game uh, and so yes it's hard for us to even imagine a lot of us young cats to even get a home but there are people that are further along that haven't and, and unfortunately like they're they're kind of stuck uh so you know it's 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 a very big decision and if you're in a position you better you know stress test everything stress test your finances make sure you could comfortably live in a home and then it's right for you right number six using home equity like a piggy bank yeah like you don't want to be dipping into your heloc your home equity line of credit or refinancing just to take trips or do all this kind of bullshit. like you like if you if you do have a home you do have a strong financial position know don't be dipping your equity unless you're trying to do like a strategic renovation or you're trying to you know refinance to get a better interest rate or you know like this is you know again you're you're most of your wealth shouldn't be tied up in your house but for the majority for a lot of people it is and so you know don't fucking compromise that right like don't be just using it like it's this piggy bank, especially in this market where your your house appreciating 10% a month, you know what I mean. So, be very, very uh, conservative about that, and and may, be very strategic about how you use that. Number seven, living paycheck to paycheck. So yes, I mean you know this one this one's kind of a loaded one, because a lot of people you know and and you you talk to a lot of people that live paycheck to paycheck. If they're willing to admit it, they definitely aren't willing to admit. Or say that it's their fault, and it might not be. You know, some people get in these crazy situations where they're just they're just trying to breathe, they're just trying to stay alive, and they're living paycheck to paycheck. So, I think this is one, honestly, a little bit unfair to say. Uh, you know, it's a mistake. I would say a mistake in the sense that it's not a single action. You don't just one day wake up, you're living paycheck to paycheck. I think it's it's a mistake to continue to live your life like that. And I mean, maybe that's what this is getting at. But, you know, it's tough with people's situations. So I'd say the bigger mistake here is not actively not trying to improve your situation, right? Like just getting complacent, just trying to stay, just trying to survive, you know, and, and not at least trying to think or trying to figure out something for your situation, try to make it a little bit better every day or every week or, or incrementally try to improve. Like, can, 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 I, can I can I cut down this bill, you know, uh, 50 bucks this week? Can I work an extra shift? Can I just get a little bit more ahead every single week and just strive, set goals and things like that. I think the mistake is being okay with living paycheck to paycheck, right? Continuously trying to improve. Listen, people get into these crazy situations. I get it, 200 million percent. The mistake is not trying to improve your situation incrementally over time. Number eight, not investing. Yeah, makes sense. Not investing. I mean, you know that is a mistake. You you got to get started, even if it's a little bit. You got to get your money working for you through income-producing investments. You know, you, eventually you're not going to be able to work. You better I mean, you better have some 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 cash man you better have some cash you better have some investments you better have some some dope shit going for you and uh i think they're starting now man like i'm telling like i swear to god man early 20s you start investing like it is game fucking over i'm telling you guys oh my god oh my god dude like if you guys start it's over these people can't touch you if you start right now i'm telling you man it's crazy it's crazy 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 you gotta start get going listen to some of these podcasts where I talk, we talk about investing listen to other people listen learn how you can start to make money learn how you can grow your wealth and i'm telling you guys it's it's absolutely incre- incredible you don't have to use the stock market there's other ways there's real estate even though it's hard to get in there's a barrier to entry you know there's other ways you can get in reits things like that you know you can start a side hustle turned into a business there's ways to create wealth for yourself and you know investing in yourself even right like like, like i just said like starting that business starting you know working on some product or idea or whatever the case is like like guys you gotta if you start trying to build wealth now you start trying to get ahead now it is a it is so fucking over it's over bro like you win you win if you guys get started now so that's my sort of pitch so yeah number eight not investing definitely agree there okay so number nine is paying off debt with savings so I think what it's talking about here is retirement accounts so yeah when we talk about in Canada the RRSPs if you're talking about America you're in your 401ks I'm not even sure if you guys can access those or your Roth IRAs I don't know if you can even with early withdrawal I don't even know if that's an option you might be able to yeah there's 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 tons of implications your number one you know you're losing that tax sheltered compounding which is a huge opportunity cost massive opportunity cost you know upwards of hundreds of thousands uh, if not millions, depending on the size of the account. The horizon we're talking about, you're permanently going to lose contribution room with your RRSP, uh, which is really, it doesn't sound like it's a big deal. It is a big deal. The Depending on how much you pull out, you'll get taxed pretty heavy. You know, it's immediately taxable. Can't, like, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a really 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 high price to pay so probably better off to just if it's you know credit card debt let's say keep your investments growing and 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 throw every dollar you can to pay down your credit card debt if it's you know low interest rate under four or five percent then you know like that becomes okay like you can you can do both you're going to keep investing and then you can pay slowly pay down your mortgage slowly pay off your student loans i really am a big proponent in doing both i think you get the best of both worlds but uh yeah like I, i definitely don't think dipping into your retirement accounts if if you are funded them is a, is a good idea just to pay off some debt even if it is high interest and number 10 not having a plan yeah 100 percent. if you go through life willy-nilly you'll get willy-nilly results if you go through life strategic you've got your money on your mind and you're always trying to push and get better you're gonna live a life where you always push and get better and you're gonna get better results and so it's just You know, there's so like I said, there's so many things in life that are so out of your control, and I and you know what I was listening to a podcast with Kobe Bryant actually, and uh it was the late great Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, my brother man. Like fuck man, still crazy. I can't believe that shit, man. To me, some like I I I hope I hope he's just hiding away somewhere, man. I I still can't believe that shit. Anyway you know i was listening to an old podcast that he did with one of the guys at jordan harbinger that i listened to really good podcast you guys could go check it out if i remember i'm going to put it in the show notes and what he said was so like profound it's so true you've probably heard it before but like the way he said it was just incredible to me and what he said was there's so much out of your life that you can't control where you were born who your parents are you know uh, how how i don't know like how people are driving on the road, things like, like, just just, just like, you think about it, like, there's so many things that are out of control. So you better take what you can control and do it really, really, really fucking well. You better do that because that's all you got, right? And, and that was really profound. And that's kind of what I'm saying here. There's nothing wrong with not knowing where you're going to be in five to 10 years. It's a, it's a given. I don't know where I'm going to be in five to 10 years. I, I like to think I got a plan. I, you know, but fuck, like, it's, it's a tentative plan. And I think for me, when I talk about this stuff, it's it's it planned tentatively. Shit can change. Be flexible. We're young. A lot of us, the majority of us listening to this podcast are young. Be flexible. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it, have something of substance there. Have a system in play. Save fucking 10% of your income and put it in into to, to well simple Invest or well simple, uh Trade uh, description box. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Like, like just, just, you know, take 10%. Put it away or take 20%, 25%, have a plan, sit down, figure it out, just have some shit, man. Fuck, like a lot of people go through life, man, aimlessly. And then they wonder why they are where they are. And it's like, man, you didn't, you didn't plan at all. It's like, again, I don't have a specific target in mind. I'm just saving as much money and investing as much money as I can comfortably and growing my net worth. And I think that's a great plan for anybody. Uh, who's young is trying to maximize your savings always trying to relentlessly cut down their expenses trying to maximize their income and man just just maximize that net worth baby so that is the 10 right there and let's talk about the bottom line that they said you know to steer yourself away from dangers of overspending Start by monitoring little expenses that add up quickly. Then move on to monitoring the big expenses. Think carefully before adding new debts to your list of payments, and keep in mind that being able to make a payment isn't the same as being able to afford the purchase. My God, that is big facts. People get caught up in that, man. I had, uh, I, I get people that reach out. They say, man, I can make the payments. Like I can afford. It. I'm like, dog, you cannot. If you just think, if if you can just make the payments. If that's the if that's the threshold that you're going by if that's the only thing you could do if the only way you could make this work is ju- if you could scrape by with the payments i highly highly doubt that you can you should be making this purchase right when you should be making that kind of purchase as well you know it's a very low interest rate next to nothing you know you're being strategic about it or it's a it's a large large sum of money and you, and you literally like i'm talking about like a house like a mortgage like you literally can't You know not many people on this planet can just go out and buy a house in cash um there are a lot of people but there are i'd say there's much more that can't do that um so when it's you know a smaller sort of thing you you gotta be very strategic about it about what you can and can't afford and so if it's discretionary like a car that you don't really need but you kind of want and you think you can make the payments like that's i kind of got a vendetta against new cars but but that's primarily what I'm talking about here. So, guys, be really critical. Again, you know, it's 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 nothing new on this show. You know, sit down, have a little, little plan. It can change. It can move. It's flexible. I change my shit up. You know, it's all good. Your investment should be pretty consistent. Just pretty just buy, 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 buy. Uh, it's the same thing every day and and uh and, and man you're gonna be in a really good spot so those are some of the mistakes and those are my takes on them thank you to investopedia for the article i mean i love your guys stuff it's absolutely incredible and uh, i really really appreciate you know you guys tuning in i think you know really great stuff here man really great stuff and yeah just handle your a business baby and try to stay away from some of the stuff we talked about money, 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 money. Money. So there you have it, my friends. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Uh, We're not doing the new money mailbag this week. Uh, We're gonna bring it back next week, Uh, but I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much again also go check out well simple trade well simple invest in the show notes got the links there would really really appreciate it really does help the show uh and supports the show and and, you know i I really would appreciate any support because every dollar that we you know we get from our sponsors we just throw it back in the show so helps me pay the bills keep the lights on pay christian shout out christian who's editing this right now you know what i'm saying so uh, i would appreciate if you guys would get you start your wealth building journey and i also can you know pay my bills and shit so it's a it's a good it's a good thing but uh, man, that's all i got for you guys this week i really hope you enjoyed this style something new something fresh try to bring it to you you already know what it is appreciate y'all i love y'all but for now i am out this mother peace